Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And now, for a limited time, get more Cedar Point fun for less with our limited-time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com. Guess what decision we're about to make. Horrible decision. (laughs) We reached the climax, y'all. Our climax tour. We are going to be going all over the country and Canada, East Coast, Midwest, West Coast, South. Mandy's going to tell you all about how to secure your tickets because I'm telling y'all, you don't want to let this sell out. Y'all heard it right. We are hitting 16 cities for the official climax tour brought to you by Horrible Decisions. Y'all do not want to miss out. Our patrons will have first dibs to purchase pre-sale tickets with a special code given out only on Patreon. And tickets will be available for everybody at whorehive.com. You do not want to miss out. Tickets are sure to sell out. And we want the Whorehive present loud and proud. See you there. Now let's get to the show. Hey, guys. Welcome to another episode of Horrid Black. Decision. <laughs> that wasn't bad. You liked it. That was, that was good. That it was, got the inflection of, you know, the highs and lows, right, up don't, and down. Bitch, I, I'm going to say up and down. I'm just saying, bitch, I just rode dick four days ago, and baby, <gasps> I feel like up and down, up and down, up and down. And then I, I, said she I, couldn't I, walk. I know. For, <laughs> oh, I definitely felt like I got hit by a bus, but, you know, we're here, and I realized I just have to stretch next time. But, guys, mm-hmm. welcome to another episode. You know, it's your girl, Mandy B, a.k.a. Full Court Pumps, a.k.a. That Bitch, a.k.a. Pet the Stallion, a.k.a. Peggy Markle, bitch. And uh, what's up, y'all? I'm Weezy. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode. We're so happy to be in the studio together. Yes. As you guys know, we're on tour. Please check out our tour dates for the Climax Tour. This is really important to us because it's our final tour and it's an amazing show. We're putting That's right. so much effort and production into it. And what I really was going to propose was... You should do your masturbation on one of the dance. Oh my should God. I? Wow. <laughs> Yo, we are joined today by Hazel Grace. You know, I'm actually touring this year too. Look, I don't know. I, wait, wait, what actually are you doing? Tour? I'm, t- I'm just touring the United States because next you're year I'm going out. That's what I was going to say. You're touring. <laughs> I told you I'm looking for boyfriends in every city. I need like one in every. So I'm touring because you never know who you'll find, right? Girl, and you could just swipe on the internet for that. You ain't got to buy a flight. 
So I, I prefer to go and see a city and then I have a membership to this high-end like site for like men of a higher caliber and it's easier to connect with them when you're in their city. Girl, what so is? like <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I can tell you like the name of it, but I'll I'll get arrows, right? I'll give you the D. I'll give you, oh, wait, like, so you we know something like that. Though. Okay, we be knowing something the site. like that, right? Okay, but something th- like that. Is this site where you can be on there and it's not necessarily like you're on there for Sex because like seeking arrangement. So it's What's like your seeking price? arrangement, but like ah. with the the arrows clientele. Oh, right. Can you? I'm uh, just curious. I don't want to like clock you or anything. I'm just yeah, saying like, can you not say the site because you're worried that you may get your profile removed, or you're worried the site multiple get reasons. Hot. Yeah, multiple reasons. Oh, oh girl, like, tell us I all hell because baby, oh, okay. <laughs> I'm single and I want to. Uh, well, that, that's I want definitely one of them. I want a trick. I will definitely give you the tools behind the scenes, but that's definitely one that's of the reasons is that you don't want to, you know, go and tell a million people like, oh, I'm doing this thing. No, I'm just gonna tell me my own girl. It's an exclusive like membership type of thing, and you have to have the right people in it. Is right? it expensive to be? Um, um, not for me. Talk your shit. Yeah. <laughs> and, what, and who are you? What's your name? Tell so I'm Hazel Grace. You guys, hello. Thank you so much for having me. I am Hazel Grace. I am an adult actress. I've been doing porn for like five years. Um, I started in Melanin about three years ago. So now I'm a director and a producer and I only shoot women of color. I know um, that's right. That's dope. I, I think that's it. I'm a wife. The I'm a girlfriend. I am all of the above. So you, uh, right before we started, one of the interesting things that I learned and of course had no clue about is that you were actually married. I am. <laughs> I am. I can't believe people don't know that about me still. But and, yes. and you've been, you're married to your high school sweetheart. I am. Yes. And, and he's not in the industry. He's not in the industry. No. He's a regular, regular. Which is what he is a Marine. So he does not allow, I can't call him a civilian oh, either. Yeah, they call yeah, you us civilians. Call, yeah. uh, <laughs> we both call everybody outside of our jobs civilians. But uh, he was a Marine, but once a Marine, always a Marine. Now he's in, he's a lineman. So he works on power lines and stuff. They wow. make big bucks and he travels a lot just How like he did before. Uh, I'm 25. I was curious because when you said high school sweethearts and I'm like, then you had, you went, you were in the military. Mm-hmm. You like lived this full life already and you're 25. Yes. Yes. Wow. I had my first place. Like I moved out of my parents' house at 18. Like as soon as I graduated, I moved out. I was living by myself. My plan was to move to California uh, with a, my wife. So, and her and I were never legally married, but we always called each other, you know, I'm your wife, you're my wife. We had bought each other the fake little rings. Like we were a little couple or whatever. Um, And then she moved back to Utah. And we we're like, we're going to move to Cali. And then she moved. I got married. And then he ended up taking me to California anyway because we had already had the the discussion about my career. And he's like, you need to be in Cali. Like, you're doing porn here. Like, Cali is where you need to be to shoot. So he requested to be stationed, um, like, getting in. Oh, we'll get into that story. But, like, he requested to be stationed in California so that I could start my career. So then we were there for four years. And I really did live a lot. And now I'm back in in Florida and What made you get into doing porn? So this is the story she's been waiting for. So I I know, like, I honestly, y'all, I wanted to be a politician. I did. I wanted to be a senator. And so (laughs) I'm, like, doing the mundane things, you know, the step-by-step in the hamster wheel. And then one of my friends comes up to me. I'm struggling. I'm working three jobs as a server. And she's like, um, would you like to make some extra money like this holiday season for, um, you know, you know, whatever. I'm like, yeah. She's like, my job is paying people a thousand dollars to just show up and wear lingerie for four hours for five nights, four hours each, five nights. You wear lingerie, you take pictures with the customers. And I was like, I need extra money living in Alabama, like minimum wage. Like, bro, I was making nowhere near that. So I was at the time that was like a lot of money for me. I'm like, yes, I can buy all my nieces and nephews Christmas presents and not be stressed. 
So I took the job. Turns out it was at an Xmart, which I didn't even know existed. Wait, I was what is, so what, sheltered. What is that? It's a novelty store, an adult novelty store. They sell lingerie, lube, toys, um, literally everything that you can think of that has to do with sex. It's in there. Movies, mm-hmm. magazines, it's a sex, everything. It's, it's a, a sex, sex store. store. <laughs> right? Um, and But I'm me being young, dumb, 18, growing up in the Bible Belt, I honestly did not know we had them. I didn't know they existed. I just did not have any knowledge of that. So I, I took the job. It was awesome. And then I just had so much fun in there. Y'all, oh my God some shit in there I had so much fun they had like I saw one of those you know the half people you know the, the, the what silicone, are the half like, people you know the silicone like oh you're talking toys. about the, um, yeah the well, doll, you can get a torso you could get a torso and I'm just in there like a kid in a candy store I was just so shocked I so know I spent, you if, if, if someone comes in and buys a torso it's giving necrophilia it's giving call no, the FBI no, no 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 it's basically just a torso I, t- I toured the factory it's called real doll in Vegas and basically it's a blow-up doll, but instead, it just has more weight to it, right? And you can put heat sticks in them. They're not cold always. Like, it's, it doesn't give necrophilia because it's really essentially like a better version of a sex toy. It's a yeah. sleeve. But, but wait, you said, you said torso, though. Is it not it's from, from your neck, neck down? To it's your from belly button? neck to here. Oh, it has so your crotch, crotch on it. it. Yeah, it has your crotch. Uh, it's like you're see, touching a lady. Just you're like... like I thought right? it was just the torso. And my husband actually got one of those for free from our our uh from Xmart one year. Like they had a, a deformed one. It was literally just the nipple was off a little bit. But we sold these things for like six hundred dollars. <laughs> we sold these things for like six hundred dollars. So like a nipple off, I can't sell it. So I took it home to my husband and I watched him fuck it, y'all. I was like, Fucked I want to see thing. this. I want to it was so it was so interesting but no I was working there five days and the manager fell in love with me I fell in love with the place the customers and she was like please leave your resume I was like y'all don't pay enough y'all like y'all are paying less than what I'm making now and she's like no do it and then eventually like I told you it was it's always been my husband just being mad supportive because um one day I was just like upset you know like working three jobs it gets tiring and he's like you should just go they want you at Xmart and I'm like I'm not gonna be able to pay all the bills like doing that he's like I'll take care of everything like do something that makes you happy. Like, you're going to be making some money. You're going to be able to help. You obviously want to be there and work there. Like, I think that you should do it. So I quit all my serving jobs and went to work at Xmart. And I was making nowhere near the amount of money that I needed to survive, but I had him now. And so, like, it worked out. And okay. then how do you um, elevate to porn, bitch? So then I'm there say, for three years. It's okay, we get the sex. I'm oh, there with stop. for three years. No, honestly, like, I'm having fun. But, y'all, I had no confidence at that time. I so, always like, picture it like someone's like, you could be the star of exactly. this Exactly. I'm watching all the movies. We played, them like, seven, eight movies a day on the TV. There's constantly porn playing when you walk in the store. So I'm, I'm just amazed. And they're like, you could do it. You could do it. You could do it. I'm like, no, no, I can't. No, no, I can't. So Why what did you think you is, couldn't? What happens is, enter first boyfriend. I'm working there one morning, morning shift. He comes in. He's like being weird. I didn't notice. And then he's like, can I, eventually comes over. He's like, can I pay you to go on a date? And I'm like, no, that's weird. So then I go home. My husband's like, are you fucking stupid? If this man comes back, tell him yes. Like, are you kidding? Like, because I was like, I thought he'd be weird about it, whatever. He's like, no, go do it. So then he comes back. I'm like, yeah, I'll let you pay me to go on a date. We go on a date. And at first he wants me to peg him. And that's how it started. But then over time, like this man became my best friend. Um, it started with the pegging and then eventually he's like, yeah, you should get into porn. I think that's hot, blah, 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 blah. And he fully financed my dreams. Like I started traveling to Miami. He took care of everything. I found me an agent. Um, that actually took a while. Uh, we'll get into that as a black woman in, in porn. Like uh, I went to Florida three, four, five times and ended up having to go all the way to AVN in 2019. The last one that was in person. Yes. And that's well, where I got last- my first agent. The last one in so person was, was just 2023, yeah, y'all. We were being nominated. Yeah. Let, but, me, um, let me ask you a few questions. I'm curious. Yeah, about. of course. You said you grew up in the Bible Belt. Where? Um, like 15 minutes outside of Montgomery, Alabama. So you grew up in the Bible Belt. Black girl that was in the military gets into porn. Is your husband black? He is not. He's Caucasian. When you, when you're like in the Bible Belt, 
dating a fucking white guy, then you guys are in the military, then you do porn. What do people think of you when you go home? Oh my God, they love us. Oh my God, they love us. They're like, what? Y'all are wild. Like, really? they love us. They're just like, and I don't think it's like a, oh my God, they're like in love with it. It's just like, oh, they think it's cool what we've done. Like, and especially my family. My sisters are my biggest supporters. They send me videos wearing my hazel gray shirt with me and lingerie on the back in the most random places. They're like, oh, I wore your shirt to the DMV, to well, the doctor, then, the day, to the day. And like, they're my biggest supporters. So what about just your like, boyfriend? Oh my God, you did this. Like, are that's your, crazy. Are your boyfriends all white? Are they different colors? Different they, colors. I mean, okay. as of right now, it's like, <laughs> it's, I'm trying to get more chocolate, man. It's, it's harder than one might think. Why is it harder for you? Um, I feel like I'm high maintenance and I intimidate them. And then also like black men have, um, they're just more difficult for me because like, I don't, I'm not okay with, I sound like this sometimes. I'm not okay with you picking on me because I sound white and oh. like things like that. Right. Like I just get over those things that you I just need like to the, be able to accept the that. The sound white shit is like, you, we my, just had that conversation Did too, you? We, we, we did, <laughs> but I don't want to say it on air. Okay. We, okay. But, but I will say this. A lot of my homegirls in LA have that Valley Girl talk, right? Uh-huh. But I realize it's not the way black girls talk that bother black men. They're almost more bothered that you probably have a white husband than anything. I was going to get on that next. I was like, uh, so that's one thing. But then also like they, black men have a harder time accepting my lifestyle. They're very much protective and, and like, you know, they want to claim theirs and like, that's Okay. It's just when I mention my other boyfriends and stuff like that, they're not okay with that. And I'm not going to force you if that's not something you're cool with. But like, because we, and and we skipped over that fact. Uh, There was a funny thing that you said before we started. Why have one when you can have five? Yeah, literally. You have multiple boyfriends. They know about each other. They And they show up in so, different ways. So can so we, we have nicknames for all of our lovers here. Same. How do they show up for you that make you fulfilled in the relationships that you have with them? Can I just touch on what you were saying and get into that at the same time? Because, like, I find, like, why have woman you can have five? Like, every relationship brings something different. Mm-hmm. Every relationship is going to provide something different for you in your life, whether it be an emotional connection, whether it be a friendship connection, et cetera. And with black men, I feel like I'm losing, like, or I don't have that relationship, right? Like, I have a lot mm-hmm. of black men as friends in my life. But this is a different relationship as a lover where you're just, like, pillow talking about, like, being a black man and being a black, you know, like pillow talk with someone, you talk about different shit. No, black shit. love hits different. And yeah, Absolutely. definitely. And I feel like I'm missing that. I haven't had that since I was like, and actually funny story, when my, my husband first went off for basic training in his first, like he was gone for like six months, nine months to a year. He left me with a black man. He like, he's like, I want you to take care of her. Make sure she has everything that she needs. Blah, 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 what blah. What he left you with him? What, my my boyfriend, go over... a boyfriend of mine, he chose him, black dude named Mike. He's like, take care of her. You know, she's going to be, he's off, whatever. And he wanted to make sure that I was going to be okay and be safe. Boyfriend? He chose that one particularly at the time. Wow. Um, and I miss him so much. He went off and got celibate and all that other stuff. But um, I miss, <laughs> I love the vibe the and same? the bond of like having a black man <laughs> and the pillow talk and the different conversations <laughs> the that you can have. Because <laughs> as much as I love all people and all men, like I don't get that with white men. They never can. And to be honest, you do have those moments with white men where you like, you, they say something. And it's like, you don't even understand how stupid what you just said is. Like, you know what I mean? Because, like, you just, they don't get it, right? right. I had an Uber um, driver that now, was telling me one of the craziest things I'd heard. Gay Uber driver, this was in Atlanta last week. He said, um, we were just laughing about how dating sucks. He's like, girl, I ain't always you. I've been fucking white boys for so long. I might have to jump ship. I was like, why? He said, was pillow, t-? this one made me think about it. He said, was pillow talking with him, wake up. And he was like, he was always funny and great. He was like, and I always thought to myself, I don't have the racist white boyfriend. He said, that they were in the bed and he goes, I have the funniest joke I just heard. He said, girl, he was on Twitter, like couldn't breathe. Gaga laughing. I'm like, what's the joke? Then they could get to the red light, turns around and he goes, 
how does a black woman know when she's pregnant? Have y'all heard this before? I already don't like the joke. But I, I don't like the joke. I haven't heard it, but I already don't like show? it. I've yeah. never heard the joke. Wait, wait. When she picks the cotton out of her pussy, oh. there's, there's no blood on it. And he was crying laughing at this? So wait, mind you, I'm sitting there. I'm, my mouth is like... All of our mouths are like... I'm like, like, what did you say? And he goes, I said, and how does a white one know she's pregnant? And then he says, boyfriend's in there like... Well, that's not the funny part because it's cock mark. I was like, yo, whoa. Yeah, I would have had to walk out. Like, I really would have had to leave. And it's crazy because he said, and you were saying your high school sweethearts, he was like, you have to date a white guy so long yeah, so to long. know he's going to hit. Can I just say also, my husband has an appropriate amount of white guilt and I refuse to date any white person that does not have an appropriate amount of white What's guilt. You amount? need to have, like, I you. mean, don't be like, obviously, I don't want you to press over some shit your ancestors did, but you need to like understand and have a little this bit of guilt. This is actually hilarious. And shame. What's and, the like, appropriate amount? What do you be doing? Yeah, let, like, me, let me think. Like, <laughs> well, obviously, like base level, you need to be calling out when anybody does some over the top Caucasian or ridiculous shit right and then on top of that like he gets uncomfortable like i like we'll like see white people do something or like just something will happen and like he can he'll feel uncomfortable and embarrassed (laughs) and he's like bro why like oh god i can't stand my people this is why i want to claim them that's my mama right like that's right he has the appropriate amount of white guilt not i feel like the appropriate amount the inappropriate amount is when you step over into it and you really like it changes who you are and you can't have fun with it and you're just like Mm-hmm. Um, like a sad or depressing person and like you just go oh well, you know everything is sad everything is right I don't right. want you being that person but at the same time I need to be able to say when your people are being tore up and you understand that like yes I am correct and no, not, I used you to know do white I mean? guys and I'm not gonna hold you like that was a hate and see this was probably where I was like I can't do this <laughs> because I was like oh my god I love that about him and I'm like well, I wouldn't do this all day. I'm like, why no. do I love the fact that you're a freedom fighter like it was crazy yeah, no. but at the same time even with our white friends right I, don't, I mean, you'd be saying you don't have no white friends, but I got a lot of white friends and they all kind of have that vibe. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and it's crazy because like I can only have white friends in metropolitan cities. I'm really thinking if I, yeah. I've, you don't have any? I mean, I have people that I've worked with that are great, that are white. Um, I mean, okay, I don't. You know, back white. in high school, I used to have own, like mostly white friends. Now I mostly have like, I'm see, surrounded think, by black women. I was going to say, I think that comes from too, a lot of the schools that I went to, especially the one that I graduated from. <laughs> In Orlando, 407 City Park. Blah, 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 blah. Okay. Uh, my schools were predominantly black. Like, oh, okay. my elementary schools, my middle school. I did go to one school that was more white. It was a magnet program that I only went to my freshman year. Oh, okay. So, all of my schools were predominantly black when I, I moved to Atlanta right after leaving oh, okay. home. So that's then I black. moved to Miami, worked on South Beach, and since I went, been up here, my first eight years was in the Bronx. So black. So, yeah, every city you mentioned is predominantly And then I went to, and then I went to a, a city university in the Bronx, which, so I'm my... Exi- think, how did I make my white friends? Enoch? Well, and you, went, and you were going to festivals. Like, that part of EDM yeah, and that, that lifestyle, which yeah, you really enjoyed, that attracts those was, people. like, a lot I mean, of white I like people house enjoy. music, not really EDM, but which, what's really dope about this, you know, point in the world, too, is, like, I just came back from Boiler Room in London and they had a, a festival. And for anyone that doesn't know what it is, look it up. Got there with my boy and I'm like, bro, all we've seen are black DJs. It's mad niggas in here. Is the world shifting? It is. Beyonce made house music cool for us? Yeah. Like, what the fuck is going on? And like, now I'm at this point where the shit that I would do with white friends, I don't really need to do anymore. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm meeting black people that's fucking into it. Whether it's like 
galleries, fucking going to a music festival that's your house. Back to what you were saying. Everybody, like every boyfriend in my life brings something different and they like something different. Like I had one from Colorado that like, um, I feel like the only, like he was hot as fuck, but the only other thing, like, and it took me a long time because we actually just kind of split ways to realize what I was getting out of that relationship. Why am I, why do I not want to leave? And it was because like, we could talk for hours and hours about politics. Nobody else in my life wants to talk about that. Mm, Nobody else like, and so that alone, you being hot and me being, having that connection to you when all my other boyfriends are great and they provide for me in so many different ways, but it's like, they don't want to talk about that shit. As soon as I start talking, they shut down. So you're, but but you're married. How are you? How do you get to the point where a you got time? Not, well, not only time. You're meeting. You're meeting these people. How do they become your boyfriend? And how are you meeting them outside? Outside of so that the site, site yeah, is how I usually tend to meet them, and then like it'll go from there. Like and I what met my sponsor on like? there. I met my sponsor on there, and it started as just like, well, he's my boyfriend now. I don't want to call him. <laughs> he does. He does. Well, he does sponsor my like. Uh, he's my boyfriend, but I call him my sponsor because he is like legitimately sponsoring my my company right now. And, and investing in my brand. Oh, and so, I want um, but he's my boyfriend. And it started as sort of like a, okay, we'll see each other when we see each other type of thing. And then it just kind of grew to like, I want to be able to see you whenever I can. What can I do to take stress off of your plate to make sure that I can see you whenever Wait, I want to see you? Wait, what makes it different for you when you're on the site? Like, a secret, secret arrangement to me was this like exchange, like money, beauty, power, my time. How does boyfriend become the word that becomes like that's a natural thing for me i have to meet you first like i'm never just gonna know off of talking to you from the internet no we i gotta mean, boyfriend meet, over we gotta sugar go daddy. yeah boyfriend over sponsor or sugar daddy how do they get the title boyfriend um when they lose their budget i think like when i realize that you're 100 when you're seeing in them me, without a financial exchange right no 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 like you're oh. gonna take care of everything i need like there's a financial exchange but it's not connected so you're, to you're what we have, have going on boyfriend. that's not giving me something or contributing to my lifestyle or my company or my brand uh-huh. in some way shape or form so that's a waste of my monetary. time in some way shape or form it's not always exchanging of money but like my dc bay right I'm not going to pay for a trip that's taking out from, away from my company, taking away from my time, and my brand. But if you're like, hey, let's go to Austin next, next weekend and you don't have to pay for anything, bring your work so you can also get work done. I'm going to take that trip that's before trip. it's some guy that's just like, oh, let's let you do half the work and me do half the work so that we can come together. Like, no, that's my husband. <laughs> no, you, like, no, no, you need if you want to see me make it happen. So he's there's no exchanging of money there. He's not paying me. But at does the your, same time, I'm not going to pay for anything. Some of his little military booze, but Ooh, he's, he's, yeah, you yeah. see the neck. If y'all are watching on YouTube, make sure Ooh, you wait, subscribe. Wait, wait, wait. YouTube.com. No, Latino, and he loves black women, but he always complains that he has a hard time. Like, like I was easy for him. Every other black girl is like a lot. It's hard for him to get. Like, Why? What type of white boy is he? Uh, he's his, quiet. Give, he's me reserved. A, give me a celebrity. Oh, celebrity? I'm not good with celebrities. I know none of them. Dang. I'm sorry. Because <laughs> you know there's different type of white boys. You like, have a Travis Kelsey like, one. You can have a Give me some names. Yeah, I might know. You know, I don't be knowing a, a Ryan Gosling kind of white boy. I know he's from, quiet. From the he notebook. doesn't like try. He's just like one of those chill. Like we were talking about Young Miami's episode. Her type of nigga. That's my my man. Like my husband is like low-key a black dude like, from the hood. Like don't just chill back in the corner. Like, and then let me give you $100,000 to go shopping. Don't nobody fuck with me. Like, yeah, like, right? He's just one of those people. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! 
Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Measure that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch Stratocoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com. So he got some military moves. So do you feel like he, there's ever this point where you're like, maybe my life is so much more than what back home was? Do you ever feel like the boyfriends, the glam, the glitz, the LA, the trips? Do you ever feel a little guilty? Do you ever have black guilt? I <laughs> Not black guilt. I'm joking. But I mean, like, <laughs> you'd be like, damn, like, I'm doing all of this shit. And like, I, I definitely do because I have a huge family. I've got, like, so many sisters. I've got, like, 14, 15 nieces and nephews that are just, like, under 15. No, I mean, I've in got your relationship. Oh, in my relationship. You mean, like, I don't understand what you mean by that. Because, like, most like, people, if they're going to have a time for a vacation, you work a lot, right? So He takes vacations, too. He went to he went out of the country before well, I, mean, I with, ever did. Do you ever feel guilty that, like, you're doing it with someone else? Okay, I see what you mean. Yeah. So, okay, yes. There's been times, like, my first time ever in New York was with a boyfriend. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. Like, my husband, we grew up in the middle of nowhere. Your first time in the big city, I felt bad. But at the same time, he was deployed. Like, there was nothing that, even if he oh, wanted to go, okay, yeah, there was a deployment. Yeah. He didn't want me to stop living my life because That's of the really things sweet. that we had going on. That's like, really And nice. I did feel bad, and I expressed that to him. And he's like, we're going to take a trip to New York, and you're going to show me all of the things that you saw. And it's like, and it's you said a you're, deal. your family knows um, about this. Is there any, is there any, I, I don't want to use the word jealousy, but in my early 20s, the way that my relationships with, with men was way different than my sister's. And... There would be times that my family members, my 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 sister, my my dad, and other people would expect me to ask a man for money to give it to them, like to like, give to them. Yes, because they needed it. And when I would be like, I don't have it, they'd be like, Well, just ask so and so. I know you. Yeah, because he can get it. He'll because give it to he you. can give it. He'll give it to you. I have met people like that. I'm so lucky and blessed that my family is okay. really like that. But I've had girlfriends that I've had to cut off because you think I'm. Sorry, but I, I'm sucking this man's dick. That money is for, like, just because I doesn't mean he's going to do anything for you. Like, that's just, like, honestly bold as fuck of you to assume yeah. that my relationship, just because he'll do anything for me in this relationship means... Now I have to right? do like, extra No, that's not how you. it works. And um, I just, like... <sighs> mm, I, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I've had that. That's why I was, I was curious. I did want to get into our vanilla shit. Well, I do want to say, though, yes. um, may he rest in peace. But my that very first boyfriend that we talked about, we were Jesus. together for four and a half years. He got he single handedly got me where I am in this in this career. He started everything for me. 
um, helped me and my husband when we first moved because the military ain't shit. We had to actually pay for everything to get over to California. And he took care of all of that. He paid for our another wedding. Man, wait, he another paid man, for our wedding. Another like, man paid for you to move across the country. He paid for my wedding. The wedding not, is more interesting. He paid I'm for my wedding. talking to the right Listen, man. not only that, Weezy, he paid for my wedding. Thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars. Paid for my sister's dresses, all my barb, everything that we needed that they couldn't afford, we took care of. And then on top of that, showed up at my house on my wedding day with $1,000 in cash. And was like, this is your wedding gift. And I was like, you don't have to give me a wedding. He's like, no, where's Carson? This is your wedding Hold gift. Hold on, your boyfriend paid for you and your husband's <laughs> to wedding. To get married. He was what also married. Saying? He was married with two kids too. It's not like he was like wanting to marry me. Like, yeah. I'm not gonna lie. I'm living life wrong, y'all. <laughs> Am I in like a major? He I'm legit living paid life for my wrong. wedding. But then I say that to say he <laughs> met my family. My mom, my sisters, like after a while, like he knew them. But at the same time, my family's just not like that. They weren't wouldn't go to him and ask for money, even though they knew our relationship and knew like how we started and everything like that. Like they just knew like this man is an important part of my life. And so, Jesus. and he's doing everything what? for my sister to help her. Okay. And my, I just feel like my family's not jealous. What are we not doing? <laughs> is it? Right. Now, and, and this is like actually a joke and serious question. It can't just be the sex. So I, do you think... Can I just say the best relationships happen organically? Like I said, he walked into the store. I didn't do anything. That's how I got mine. Right? Not like, sugar daddy. I didn't do anything. He just kind of found... But, oh, yeah, no, no, no. no. Payroll not finding that I, him. Payroll that I told you about? I met him... When I was a bartender at Applebee's. <gasps> not at Applebee's, not at Applebee's girl. <laughs> I'm talking about how you're getting the things you're getting. Okay. Because that's the thing that, right, meeting them, I don't really think. But asking that part's easy. What you want. I think probably the issue you're running into is something that I ran into too, is that you're too No, nice. no, no. I'm not. I'm, I'm straight. I'm okay. talking to everybody okay. else. Everybody else. <laughs> everybody else. So uh, yeah. the issue that some people run into is being too nice, not knowing what to ask for and when to ask for it. Right. You have to know what you want what, out of that what, relationship what, 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 and you have to stand your ground. But also, a, what about the timing? You said when to ask for. When to ask for. You what don't does just that come mean? out the bat asking Ooh, for all this yeah. shit. Great tip. No. When. when. <laughs> Bitch, when. I think it depends on the situation because, like, with him, it didn't take me long for me to lock him into so much money per month. Like, let's not. Because I don't like talking about finances. I think that's another easy way for me. Like, it, it, it isn't about that. I, early on or when I get to that point. Um, I'm going to let you know what I expect from you monthly so that we don't have to talk about this money thing, right? These these are my things that I need and this is what I want from you. And I'm going to be asking you for things throughout the month. Like, do let's you just not talk about before? that. Um, well, you should never do it for, like, if you, so my friend Lacey London has a rule, right? And it's <laughs> like, the, rule. the relationship, how the relationship starts is how the relationship ends. Come on, Lacey London. Period. Oh. Period. So if it started as a boyfriend, it ends as a boyfriend. If it starts as a, a, a sugar daddy situation, it's always going to have that aspect, whether it goes into me having feelings for you or not. How it starts is how it ends. Because when you allow niggas to switch shit up, that's when it gets confusing. And that's when they think they can like change things or take advantage of things. Right. So if this is how it started, this will always be an aspect of it. I but used if you to say move when it starts fucked up, it ends fucked up. It, that's so, true, but- too. This is also true because if it starts, ah. on a high if note, it starts of you just having sex with him with no expectations, two weeks later you can't come you asking can't for shit. You can't come asking for shit for the same thing that you just did for free. So Ooh. off the rip, you need to let them know what your expectations are and then go from there. Like, Ooh. and you, you have can't the most leverage it. before the sex. Exactly. Absolutely. The most like, know know what you want before you go into that. I, I don't think women know that. Mm-hmm. I don't think women know that their leverage stands before, before. they open their legs because it doesn't matter how great you suck dick. It doesn't matter how what your pussy is, how how it grips the dick, baby. Mm-hmm. And, and, and if you could take a, a dick in your booty hole the same way you do your pussy, doesn't matter all the tricks that you have, your leverage is still the chase mm-hmm. and what this man is yearning for. Mm-hmm. And so 
I agree with setting the tone of what a relationship immediately is and out then, the gate. So the when is before the more and more and more. Like, because if I know you'll do this for one date, then like, okay, if you want to see me whenever you want this month, I know how much you'll pay for that. Mm. Now, what, do you think that you're able to do that when, because you met the other person who said he walked in the store and that's how I met my sugar daddy. Yes. Basically, they came into our we job. Came yeah, into they our came lives. into our job. Yeah. Our, our very jobs, regular so jobs. Very yeah. regular jobs. So when that happens, that's, to me, a little bit more difficult than being on a site. Being on a site, it should be easy. You should know <laughs> what you want and you should, like, have a template. Like, this <laughs> okay. so, so, no, this is the thing. So, back, back to my friend Lacey, because this is my bitch, man. This is my bitch. So, she's a penthouse pet. Shout out. Uh, but, no, like, we're two different people. Like, she takes calls. I refuse to take calls. If I'm meeting you online, I know I'm more comfortable having a, a conversation via text because I can think and I don't have to. She's easy. She can think on her feet and she can have that conversation and under get what she needs in a negotiation very quickly. Jesus. I prefer to be straight to the point. And if I'm meeting you online, I'm going to let you know off the rip five to 10 things about me that you need to know. When it comes to my time, how much I value it, how much you're going to pay for it based on what you want. Also, the things that I don't do and won't do. Like, like so those things are there and you need to read that before we even start a conversation. What are your list of things you want to do? Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't, screening, obviously, I don't do anal. I hate anal, right? Um, I prefer to go on dates first so that I can get to know you, like a dinner, something like that. Um, and any rate, anything that's worth my, like, you're going to pay me $500 at least. At least. Okay. Right? So even to, even to, to go, go out, out to, eat. to eat. Yes, because this is my time. And me, and that's the thing. The thing about it is like, I, I know what I have to offer because you're going to leave that dinner feeling so happy and feeling like, honestly, you got the deal because, and I've had so many men turn me down. Like, oh my, that's too much money. That's too much money. But I've never had a man that paid that and was not happy with what they got. I know that's Like, because I am words. a genuine person. I am sincere and I'm, I'm, I'm somewhat cool or people seem do to think I am. Do you find that you so, need to do something? Like, like, oh and so I like, like they leave that bitch happy. Names, petting, like it, what are the things that you make them feel like? I'm wanted? already like that because I'm a Southern woman. And so something about like men, <laughs> I like the sub comes out in me and I know what they need to feel like a man. Right. And so obviously you should always be like touching on them and making them feel important. Oh, if girl, you're on a date with a man, I don't, you I, should always I do don't. that. Also, like, if, if if he's paying you or not, but especially if he's paying you, like, mm. he's paying and he took you out, he's paying for an experience. So what things? Like he wants just touching a hot the woman on his arm. That's why he took you out. Like, just touch on him, laugh with him, be extra with him. You know him. something I got because from my mom? She would do this in front of my dad, even if she knew, told us all what we were going to eat when the waiter comes. Oh, babe, I want you to talk. Like, I would always see her do that. And it was so, like, coy and, like, oh, be our man. I don't oh, order my own food. Which I'm not I don't lie. order my own food I've in the been restaurant. Told men have hated that I do that. Yeah, like, they don't we'll like talk it. about or what we order. Food. Oh, I order for the table. You I, order for the whole I know. Table? I do that with friends. No, I I do it with men. I've been checked you on shouldn't that even do in that. my last yeah, you relationship. Shouldn't do that. <laughs> I didn't. Oh, I'm not gonna lie. But also, he spoke so fucking quiet. I was like, Nick. Oh, I for sure was the was the man. But and, you know, you need to be in control. But yes. it, but that's a thing to me. Which which. In, in the way I show up and probably why I do have a lot of the men that I have, there is still, and, and just because I don't want to make it seem like there's this is a one-trick pony uh-huh. to getting men, a lot of the men that do date me where maybe my boyfriend had an issue with it, all of my sugar daddies are side men. I know I've been different than their wives. I've been different than those. They like the dominance in me. And, oh, okay. Oh, so nice. I'm all Peggy. Nice. Oh, so- okay, so real quick, <laughs> one moment. I actually wanted to have that this conversation. Because you also, and you open it up, and I let you spoke, 
accent. I let you spoke. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Y'all know I don't know how to fucking speak. And I got tequila in my system. But you opened up with the fact that one of your partners, you pegged. Yes. And we so- were talking, and I want to talk about your pegging experience, the type of men you peg, and why. And then I would love to just go back and forth with even the dynamics of that. Because I think there's a confusion with even, yes, me ordering is very masculine, uh-huh. but there's a difference in the type of men that I peg as well. So okay. you just recently had a pegging experience. How did it get set up? How did he ask for it? And what was it like? So I think we'll close out with the why, like just to close that out, because like it's different. Like a, the, a men with a lot of money and power want a lady. Like, I mean, mm. the old fashioned version of lady. So, I yes, agree with that. touching okay. on them, laughing at them, dressing very nicely, being, you know, a lady in the streets and the freaking sheets. That's what they want, especially if you're going for a high scale man. So, you need to be, you know, ready for that. Now, when it comes to pegging, I have like, I don't make any of them my boyfriends. Like, a man with a lot of money that is willing to invest in me and my future and my happiness and have fun with me. Now, that's someone that's boyfriend material. You can go from a sugar daddy to a boyfriend, especially if I really like hanging out with you. When it comes to the pegging, it's always like they'll find me from a site through a client or I work exclusively like in porn. I only shoot pegging scenes for peghim.com, which is a a Michael Vegas site. And so uh, people will find me through there and contact me and be like, oh, my God, will you do this for me? And so it's usually just like, you know, booking through the site. I don't really meet those people in any other like area, right, of life. And then I meet with them. It's always like, Pretty like to the point, they're all the same. And like, it's interesting How to me that you were saying thing? that yours were like masculine because every uh, like guy that I meet is a twink and he's cute, but he like, he wants to like wear fishnets and heels and he wants me to put makeup on him and he wants me to put on a wig and make him like strut for me and like be kind of extra. Oh, wow. Like, That's interesting. That, yeah. Those are my pegging clients. They're all twinks. They're all so literally, boys. literally, they're when, literally she brought it up, boys. when she brought it up, I said, I have never fucked a twink. I've literally just said bring masculinity back on my other podcast because I'm not here for the men painting their nails or the merces or the 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 overshaving of things. Oh, the overshaving. Uh, oh, well, I don't like. I don't, I don't we like went from nails to well, well, shaving. Well, no, no, no. I say this because you peg twinks, I peg and twinks. I think a lot of people assume that when I am someone, I refer to myself as peg the stallion. There, even you were shocked. Like, wait, these are super masculine, masculine men. That you're, yeah. Yes. I am attracted because I'm bisexual. I would even say what I'm attracted to. I love the masculinity of a man. Can I, just, I love the femininity of a woman. So it's pride month. My husband and I are actually both pansexual. And he did say that I could okay. tell you guys this. So like, he won't let me peg him. He might be into it and he might do it. But my, like, I think my it's ex like, would not let me peg yeah, him. Yeah, I think it's like a, it was, like a, I'd prefer to do it to twinks and not my husband. Ah, Right. Like I think I get an enjoyment out of it, but it's like, oh, I'm just like kind of using this little twink boy. So it's like that for me. Do you know what's crazy? That's the number one question that I get asked. But I also asked uh, Havana Ginger when we sat with her. There's a love. The very first question that I get from any man when I express that I've pegged someone is, well, do you respect them after? Oh, that is a very, that's a big one. That's and a big one. Do you not? Do you not? I definitely do. I have, okay. I have, I think it's more my husband than me. Like, well, why would you I not see him no different more? because of all of the things he's done for me. Like, how can I see you any different just because you're doing this one thing? Um, For him and I, it's, we're lucky because we're open. So it's not like a deal breaker. And it's like, he can still go and do that elsewhere. And like, we're both going to be fine. He just prefers to not him not see me or me to not see him like that. 
Oh, and he, he wants, yeah, he's that person in my life and he just doesn't want to be viewed that way. But I think, I don't care what any girl says. If you have some man bent over with his legs behind his ears, you're not going to see him the same way. Don't do that, bitch. Yes, that. I like, am. I love that shit. Because I'll be honest with you. To me, well, and, also, well, well real quick, we yeah. have a different experience. I was just going to say, I you have masculine never, men. Well, not only masculine men, I have never in my life been with a white man. So to me, I'm bending over and pegging Six foot three plus masculine <sighs> black men. And I'll be honest I, with I'm you. I'm going to be honest, though. Well, well, well black, no. Black men can be twins. No, 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 like no, no. Like a motherfucker. Uh, but, can, but, but, but you're not, you're not letting me finish my point. I would, I'm not interested in twinks at all. But the thing that makes me so prideful in, in experiencing that with black men is that I've created a safe space that I know they don't get from a lot of oh black men. Oh, my God. To be I very clear with you. I, they open up with me about the things that. They, they want or they desire. And, and I've said this on a recent podcast when I was on Social Proof. I would love to be able to open or, or be with a man who's open about their sexuality, whether they're pan, bi, curious even. I think for me to have those interactions with Black men in a space where in society as general, specifically in the bedroom, they don't feel safe. Very true. To me, it's not that I wear it as a badge of honor. You but should. I, I genuinely love knowing that there are black men that have felt so safe with me to experience that with them. And they are masculine. They do identify as heterosexual. Like, I haven't yet, you know what I mean? Yeah. So that to me I just don't is, want people to think that the blackness is going to keep you respecting them because a lot of... What do you mean of, by that? Because you feel like this because you're fucking masculine niggas. Like, you're like, she's like, well, I won't look like that. I don't fuck white guys. There's so many women out there that will fuck a nigga in the ass tonight and look at him that way. The blackness no, of is... of course. We're, we're right, both just... Ex- Talking about a different experience. I'm talking about a different point. There's so many women that are shitty about this. And like even the conversation that you have, I don't really think that has to do with her husband being white. It has to do with sometimes, oh, I didn't bring, like, I'm just saying, I'm saying the conversation she just had, separate from what you were saying. Her saying like, I don't think I can do this with my husband. Havana saying, I don't know if I could do that with my man. Y'all having that conversation. There is still a stigma around someone that women put in a higher light or look at as their equal, their partner, whatever it might be, where the pegging becomes an issue. And that also, to me, kind of puts this hole in it that I think is scarier for Black men. And I think that's why I love what you're doing. That's why I love that we can have a different perspective. It's hard for them to find that safe space where they can still be everything they are and enjoy this one thing. But it's not only that, there's there's men that say they don't want their, their girlfriend or someone that they respect to suck their dick. There's men that, like, I've, what? Had, I've had an African man say that. What? But there's also, okay, so then let me make it a little bit more kinky. There are men that <laughs> constantly say they want a threesome, but they would never do it with their with wife. With their wife. I've heard that. So to I've me, it's that. the same thing. There's men that won't do things with their wives that they would do with other women. Was it, I've been was the it, other girl. Was it Havana? Mm-hmm. Oh, you've been, you been the other girl. Did you think say that you could fuck your partner in the ass or was it no? I can't remember. No, she said she doesn't want her partner to. I would be fine with that. She said she wants. I said so I, my husband all different won't let me. No, 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 yeah. right. I'm saying so like, and what? I think what makes it scarier too for men listening is like, how can I ask my girlfriend these things with Without two women? Weird. No, with two women that are comfortable doing it. And it's like the fear of being like, I could fuck up the way you think about me. Like it's, it's hella scary because pegging really puts men into this space of like, oh my God, I'm totally bottoming. I'm being submissive. Mm-hmm. And I could not only just losing the power in the sex element of it, but like but in the relationship, right in the relationship, like pegging is scary as fuck because I've got a lot of friends in my life right now that, and you know, we've been talking about this for a year. I've, I've pegged niggas. It's not really my thing, but I've done it. But like, 
that are having issues with how they see someone after. Yeah, because I think it's also like, like it's it's kind of our, or it falls on the woman that's doing it. Absolutely. To not Absolutely. put that pressure on them after. Like, yeah, this shouldn't really change. Like, in the back of my mind, yeah, I'm going to be like, I'm going to remember this, but like, why should I treat my husband any different? Nothing, nothing about our relationship Why is there so much distress? And I feel like the Eating women... ass don't do it. So, Finger yeah. butt don't, but that guy... But then women, stress. what will happen is, this is usually like nine times out of ten, what will did. happen is the man will then ask her, like something will normal will happen in the relationship and she has a completely different response because she sees him completely different. Well, not only that, and, a, a and woman assumes... it's on her to, re- the, to keep that intact. But right? a woman now assumes... Because you took this strap, are you fucking your homeboys when you go over and play video games? And see, like, no, what's no. happening? See, all relationships. All this ra- you this, I was thinking games. about this. Oh, no, that's not <laughs> why I don't want video games. I was actually thinking about this when you first posed the question because I feel like the main part is always being able to be yourself. And if you're in a relationship where you're like, oh, I don't know, especially if you've been in this relationship for over a year, I don't know if I can say this without her reacting weird. I don't know. You should be able to say anything and always be yourself. And even if you get to that threesome situation, if you have to then censor yourself, you're not having the experience that you deserve or the experience that you want. And, right. and if you're going to want to have point. it again, it's important for your partner to see how you really want to do it. Because then you go and you do it this vanilla way and you're thinking about her the whole time. And then the next time she lets you do it and you let loose, then it's going to still cause a problem. Listen, eventually. if you've never been so, pegged and you've been thinking about it, pay a professional person. Always, yeah, first of all, one, I was just about to say that. My client, my client that I saw the other night, uh, I just showed up. It was so easy. It was so quick, y'all. Because uh, <laughs> she went with me and I, I left her at the bar downstairs. Wait, what do you mean you went with her? Oh, okay. but within, within 30 minutes, I was telling her I was ready because, like I said, he came in and he was like, oh, I got a surprise for you. He comes around the corner in fishnets and, and a thong. And I'm like, oh, shit. And Twink Boy turns on like that in him. And I've got this huge black penis. And I'm like, I'm taking it slow with him or whatever. And he's twerking. He's doing the most. And then he, he goes, oh, twerking. he goes like, oh, pound me. And I was like, are you sure you can handle it? Because, again, I work on peghim.com. And that dude takes some. I'm like, are you sure you can handle it? He's like, yeah, I can handle it. I did it for maybe like 10 seconds. And he was already coming. And then. I was what? out the door. Like, it was that easy. But then I was out the door on my way out. Him and I got to talk. He has a girlfriend and he hires him and her have the understanding that they will hire someone for this instead of it having anything to do with the relationship. She's accepted like, okay, he's into that. She trusts that he's not gay because she's confident in him and their relationship, which is what she should do and stop. Because your brain will take you to places. Oh, I just pegged him. Oh, is he fucking his homeboys? That is the devil in you. Stop. Okay. If there is no proof, that's just you being paranoid, honestly. And it can cause problems in relationships. And it is so much easier and, for a nigga to get some dick than it is a strap. Trust yes. me. It is. And so they, he, he was telling me, like, I would never let my girlfriend. My girlfriend doesn't want to. And so that's why we hire. Like, there are women out there for you. Go and find a sex worker that does that. And don't put the strain on your relationship. I mean, early on, that, that was, was the conversation. She said he came in 10 seconds and we got to talk. Yeah, yeah we no, got to talk I mean, a that little was bit. The, that, was, <laughs> that was the conversation with me in, in my last relationship. It was that I'm good on that. And if this is what you need and this is what you want, I'm fine with you going experiencing And finding that, that yes. Because yeah. he doesn't want to lose you. Like, that's just one part of you. And that's what people tend to forget. We in America put a lot of importance on sex and it's really stupid. But we do. We put a lot of importance on sex, especially in relationships. And it ends up causing more problems than than it than we really need, right? Because ultimately, if your man loves you and this is just one little quirky thing about you that he doesn't like, and not you can the pegging go, is a quirk. You can the, just, the pegging is a quirk. You know? But the like, is to a him, quirk. to him though, right? It's probably like this quirky thing that she likes to do. Like, this it's weird. Thing and that's like, funny that you- right? And like, <laughs> it's weird, but like, she's not, I'm not being hurt. She's not hurting anybody. Let her do it. It's not going to affect her. The quirkiest thing about me is that I like to play word with friends. And if I added pegging word to that word, word with friends is crazy. 
<laughs> that's not very quirky. I did real I, quick want to no, get no, through I get in, like really deep comp- competitions and shit. Like I've done Zoom rooms with the people in there. Like I'll go to a Scrabble match. Oh my god! All right. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Roger that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch Stratocoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com. Our vanilla shit this week, guys, we've talked about you having boyfriends and them needing to pay. Well, there is a woman who says that she is a 12K girlfriend for hire and tells ladies that they should not date for free. She's claiming that she makes more than $12,000 a month as a stand-in companion. And she is currently trending highly on not only Instagram, but TikTok. And she began her non-traditional career path a few years ago where she said her first client was willing to pay more than $500 for her time, which is also crazy. If you go back to the archive of horrible decisions, I used to tell women, if you're going to ask a man for money, don't let it be less than $500 because then he's going to think you're a cheap bitch. Mm -hmm. And do not ask for 100. Do not ask for 200. Do not ask for your nails. Please ask for 500 plus. Even if what you need is less than 500, do not ask for less than 500 mm-hmm. because a nigga will look at you as a cheap bitch. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, she lives in um, Japan, but she has been, be- she's began charging face-to-face interactions. She's and, Japanese? Yes. And going, um, and going on outings with paying clients. Um, she dresses in different ways. So I'm sorry to interrupt, but before yeah. she wasn't seeing them in person, she was just charging this for it, virtual. It, it might have been. It might have been. She like I was gonna say, bitch has been doing this shit for years. Yeah. Um. She said it. It came to me because in my home country, Japan, <coughs> paid dating is actually very normal. Um. So she said she just began charging face to face interactions and going on outings with paying clients. Mm-hmm. Um. Her fee started at around five hundred and forty dollars, but she claims that some satisfied customers would like always leave with more. Have coughed up thousands. So can I just say an, yes. an easy fast track to the boyfriend? You guys were asking how do you become a boyfriend earlier. My boo thing in L.A., we met online through one of the sites and we, it was arranged to be this. And we met up and it was $500 for dinner. I left with $2,000 and I didn't even have to ask. Like, it was just like a it's. A, and I remember texting him after, like, are you sure you gave me the right envelope? And he was like, it's a gift with like hearts and like, that's how you easily, quickly 
giving me more than what I asked for, you're a winner. Now, now <laughs> you're a winner. winner. For those of you who may not want to go this route and say you're on the older side of things, mm-hmm. you can also be a rentable parent. Now, rentable parents are often people that are stand-ins for meeting teachers, but also significant others' family. Let me get into this. Oh, my. So the service costs only about uh, $7.50 an hour, $7.50 an hour, and is seeming to grow in popularity both on and offline. Advertisements for the rented parents are posted in, this is in China, Chinese newspapers and the internet, calling out specific events where services might be needed. So here's like what one would say. Do you have a boyfriend or girlfriend who wants to meet your parents, but you actually don't want them to meet them? Asks one of the ads. You can now have a stand-in set of parents for this. A rented parent is needed. Just uh, just need to make a phone call to a teacher. Um, you can do it if you want someone to feel more important in your life. And meeting the parents may be an ultimatum. So it's not necessarily like the person needs it's the love It's not sexual. Yeah, it's not sexual. No, I didn't think it was but, sexual. I was thinking like um, maybe like a mom died and you need yeah. like a new mom around. Seems more it's like a paid actor. Not only that, the country, which still has a lot of arranged marriages, has seen an increase in rented boyfriends and girlfriends, especially around the holidays. So this is a part where... They're probably bringing them to parties. Probably bringing them to things like that. So okay, well, you can never as I thought. Oh, I, you thought it, you well, thought that's, it was crazy? She said that. I think that's how it started. But is it, she's like a girlfriend now for 12K a month. Is that what I heard? She is. And then now there's also this advertisement for parents to come in, which also just lends to the fact that no one likes being honest. Uh-huh. Everyone likes fucking yeah. living yeah. a lie that mm-hmm. they create for themselves. Because I saw so many problems as you were reading that. I'm just like, well, what about when you actually need him to meet your parents? How do you explain the fake parents? How do you explain <laughs> the What about when you actually that. need, like if you actually plan to be with this person for a long time, be honest with them now because eventually this oh, no. paying like for this honest. like can they, I do a devil's advocate? Here we go. Yeah, sure. Here we go. <laughs> what if? Uh oh. That person, especially like we just interviewed a, a few weeks ago, Zhao Ying Summers, um, who's a Chinese comedian that was telling us about like you know how pedigree is a thing. What if you felt like your parents weren't good enough for like? Oh, be you, honest. Why does everybody want to really be think, like, this is normal. This is acceptable. Like all of our childhoods, all of our lives, everything about us is different in some way, shape or form. Like it might be unfortunate, but if this is the person that you're going to be with, yes, it sucks. Maybe Tell dating, them now. for work. Tell them. Oh, for uh, work? Yes. For work. Uh, if it's like a work thing and you're like, I'm not bringing my parents here. Yes. But if you're okay. in a relationship. I just don't. Even the school, thing, the school thing. The school thing. thing that's even. a bet. But the relationship. <laughs> that's a bet. That's a, that's a, yeah, that's. The, the relationship sense. thing, I just don't feel like that. That's going to create more problems than I it's going to solve. Later. The relationship yeah. thing is tough because I think even in crazy rich Asians, just thinking about it right now, remember <laughs> one was super rich. Her family was like this. He was this, that. And like, it was like, okay, Man, this shit, is bitch, like, the Titanic. Jack, mm. Jack should have had his little rich. Uh, yeah. Little, he yeah. should have paid some rich friends. I just thought mm-hmm. a little mermaid. Okay. Same. What happened with Dare? Actually, she was pretty much a queen under the sea. Yeah, so. she was. <laughs> under the sea. At the same time. <laughs> under the sea. You ain't have shit when you came out there, motherfucker. <laughs> no, it's crazy. Well, before we get into our horrible decision, because you are a new age porn star and content creator, we're going to get into it. But before we get there, in order, that is our sex tip. I would love for you to give a sex tip to the ladies. You already told us how to have boyfriends and a husband. But can you give us a sex tip on how to be a porn star in the bedroom? 
Oh, I would say I would After say these niggas and money. We really believe. I want to know. Um, <laughs> yes, I mean, every. I feel like my personal experience, like the experience that I provide, is that like I have so much fun having sex. Like I'm giggly, I'm smiley, I'm like like bubbly the whole time. Not you giggling. So I feel. Oh yeah, I mean like, and people love my giggle. I don't know why, but um. I would say for most girls, the tip is to do the most. Literally, if you're riding the dick, wear heels. Do do it on your tiptoes. Like, you know, like do the most. And if you don't know what the most Bitch, is, body find some porn. I know you're already like, I use the muscles. You know, I, I, use before, I would literally give someone is, the opposite advice. I would literally think, bro, I've had sex with girls that do so much. I'm like, what did she look up in porn? No, really? I mean like position wise. I don't. I don't like when girls do too much like verbally oh, or like. Yeah, no, no, no. Oh, yeah, uh, don't okay, do too much verbally. No, I am not. Do, please do not go on that. <laughs> no, honestly, no, no, no. Be normal better, when it comes better, better. to the verbiage and the dialogue. Please be as normal as possible. Be yourself because men really like that. Um, and then secondly, like, I'm talking about positions and then your energy as you're doing those positions because normally you'd be kind of into it and passionate, but do it as if you're doing it for him. Like, not for yourself. And mm-hmm. so you're going to have a little bit more energy in it. You're going to kind of be smiling at him because you see what you're doing to him. Like, it's just a whole different vibe when you're like... Bitch, I'll tell you like what not to do. I had a nigga laugh at me. Mm-hmm. Wait. Wait. No, in the middle of really? sex, he laughed at you? I wanted to kill this nigga. <laughs> I was fucking BDD. <laughs> and I was just like, oh my God, it was like 2 o'clock in the morning. And it, ooh, ooh, we had some good sex. Mm-hmm. But like, me and him have been fucking on and off for a long time, for years. So he was fucking this shit out of me. And I was like in the pillow and he was behind me and I was like oh my god you're gonna fuck the cum out of my pussy and he started laughing he was like yo you crazy as fuck <laughs> no he didn't like you saying that was that was that too was that too horny <laughs> for him I started laughing cause I'm like listen damn. like cause I'm like damn he must think I'm really trying but really I was my brain was just so horny no, and crazy I was just about to say I fuck up all the time that's why I'm like don't worry about the verbiage oh, yeah, I was like, in the middle of sex it's hard to think pussy. about what you're trying to say I've said some weird Girl, I have said, shit I have said fuck my dick I, when I'm really just he, his dick is fucking me and I'm saying fuck my dick I have said some sense. weird shit cause you're getting your back blown out your brains is all scrambled it, the like, brain is not right that was hot and then he's just like damn this bitch is so nasty <laughs> <laughs> oh girl he told me the other day oh. bro I hate this nigga went over so, there oh it was the night that I, we saw you Went over there. Didn't think I was going to get no dick. We're fucking. It was fucking good. We're fucking lit. And then I put my leg up and he touched my leg and he goes, just like this. Next time you come over here, you know you better shave the motherfucking leg. <laughs> oh, <laughs> my like, no, God. Oh, nigga. But let's throw him away. I am away. Bitch, he got a big dick. I can't. That's why but, he can talk like that to you. The, the, bitch, shave yeah, him legs if you want his big yeah. ass dick. He said, he said. Shave them legs the next time you oh come my over God. here, bitch. He's trying to humble me, bitch. I don't like that shit. <laughs> yeah, he definitely humbled you right there, girl. Because, oh, my God. Wait, no. wait, what did you, what did you say? Okay. I was laughing. All right. I was laughing. Uh, no, no, wait. I think I was about to suck his dick. Like, but we, and when you were saying laughing and shit mm-hmm. like that, maybe probably in my life, those are one of the part. he's one of the partners where, like, we get in and out of it a lot. Yeah, you can giggle every now bitch, and then. Bitch, I was and... about to start sucking dick. I was like, I don't want to even suck it no more. He's like, I'm sorry, I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'll take it back. No, I'll take it back. See, and then you get into the sex again because now he's begging and you kind of want to suck it Bitch, I can't believe that nigga told me to shave my legs. And I was like, you knew I didn't know I was coming over here. I'm weak. Uh, well, the horrible decision, I did want to get into being a new age porn star, content creating, what it's like. I went to all of your, um, all of your tabs, yeah. which will be added in the description of this episode. But you create content for Cam Soda, OnlyFans, Minivids, you also are now with browsers. So you do 
porn actual, hub. You, you do Pornhub. Yes. What is the I, difference for all of that? And do all of the, the platforms get the same content from you? Um, for a long time, they were. But as of now, like, sort of... Um, all of my like actually like directed, written, scripted, like full blown scenes. I used to do a lot of those just for fun. Like I've got, I got into this for fun. Like as you, from my story, you could tell it's like, okay, I want to do porn. Right? And now I got this guy that's going to pay for it. I'm already married. My life's taken care of. Let's go do this thing. Um, and so I started by just kind of like having fun with it. And then I realized over time that I wanted to create in melanin. So now my content, when it comes to my OnlyFans specifically, it's just like solo stuff, like masturbating and stuff like that. And I do my mimosas and masturbation Mondays on there so I can bring other girls into it. But I don't really do like boy, girl, girl, girl content on there anymore. It kind of, I was having so much fun meeting all my like, because I was a fangirl. I knew all these girls from like social media and like I right. wanted to meet them to fuck them, not to make content, but just to like fuck them. And so it's kind of taking the funnel out of it for me. So now I get to like do the mimosas and masturbation Mondays with them and then I still get to hang out with them and like do other stuff with them. And there's not that pressure to get the sex part done on camera. Now there's a lot of um, sex on your Twitter. There is a lot of so sex you on my sex Twitter. as well. What's the most lucrative? Interracial. Um, yes. Like so, real quick, in the categories, I would like to know if it's based on even your partner. I think that was one of my qu questions too. Like, do you make more money in the 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 orgy scenes or woman on woman or white men versus black men? What are the scenes where you feel like you've seen the most the most compensation? So when it comes to like mainstream porn, you have set rates. So oh. I, yeah, it doesn't really like. I get your question, but I, I can't really answer oh, it because exactly. it's like you have your every girl has their own set rate. So I have a set rate for boy girl scenes and a set rate for girl girl scenes and a set rate for orgies and a set rate for that. Oh. So I know what I'm going to get for each of those. I was just like any other girl, like more if, like the websites. Yeah. Now, when it comes to content trades and stuff um, and the and the content that I've uploaded, I would say that my girl girl scenes do better than my boy girl scenes. Wow. My black on black boy girl scenes do better than my interracial scenes but my interracial scenes that i've shot for browsers and all that they do great but when i shoot personally interracial scenes um i mean they do decent but i think because my black fans don't get me in the mainstream and they only get half of me in the in my in that con like there's less of it so it does better right wow like they want more of that and i'm trying y'all i'm trying um but like no, uh, that's shooting but I also saw a website that we've never talked about that I'm unfamiliar with. What the hell is Sexting Panther? Sex Panther. Sext Panther is a European site, sort of like Eros, because, you know, they're so much further along than us. And so they allow things like this. And so um, we they have like an app technically now, but like the text come directly to your phone. It's just sexting. It's sexting? Sexting. That's it. That's it. You So you set your rates like this much to receive a text, this much to send a text, this much to receive a photo, this much to What's accept a photo, like, this much to send a video. Um, my first week on there, I remember like I was still pretty early in the industry and I was like, con I called a friend like stressed. I'm like, fuck, I'm going to need money, right? For something at the time. And she's like, sign up for Sex Panther. Y'all, I made $3,000 in like one week. It's weekly payouts. In one week, I made $3,000 on that. Just and it was, And it was just me does it checking my face? phone as normal as I usually do and stuff like that. No, it does not have to be your face. It's just sexting. And they'll pay you more. If like you're a no-face girl, they'll probably, you could probably get hundreds of dollars out of that dude just, just to show them your face. I'm about to get on just that to show them your face. For research purposes. Is it a, um, it's, you have to go to the website and then um, because the app is... We don't allow sex apps in the United States. So it is an app, but you know, you got to go the back ass way to get it on your phone. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and I'll, 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 like I'll hook you up with that, that too. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so you need the app though, because in, uh, in the U.S., we lost our SMS privileges. So it used to come right to your phone. <clears throat> and now you have to have the app and it still comes right to your phone. But if you're trying to make money on the go, it's literally just text messages. How is it possible? It's just text messages. 
How is it possible for the women listening that want to make extra cash? How is it fucking possible to stand out and no, oversaturated? To have a no face and make money. The no face girls are the best girls. Men want to see your face and they will pay a lot of money to do that. And I think that turns oh. them on. Like the fact that they don't know who you are. You could be their next door neighbor. You could be the girl that like has the same body down the street. Like, oh, is that her? Oh, but you can send like, your pussy and shit. Yeah, you can show your pussy, everything but your face. From here up, everything down, and you're just, good to go. And, and, so, they get, and he's big old. And a lot of times, a lot of times. Oh, BBC slut wife. A lot of times they'll be fixated on a certain part of your body and it's not going to be your face. So, like, you're going to be fine. Yeah, no face. Bitch, they're going to light my elbow in there. Yeah. This is going to be my, my I, profile picture. <laughs> it's just going to be my elbow. This bitch fucking dick looking confused. You like my elbow? Oh, my God. You like my elbow? But, no, but, look how many, but look how many people have their face cut off as mm-hmm. well. A lot. A lot of them don't show their faces. Mm-mm. Because Sex it, Panther... It doesn't have to be your name. Sex Panther is sort of like um, Pornhub used to be where it's like the freak come out, but like, and a lot of those girls are on there for money, right? And they have normal jobs. They have responsibilities. They have kids. They have, you know, et cetera. And some of them just want to be freaky without ruining their lives or they, you know, want to make some extra money without ruining their lives. Doesn't this look right? like Chelsea? Wow. Again, this is because oh, yeah, we are beautiful. so such crudes or prudes about sex in the United States. So we have, I'm just looking through, I just clicked on categories. <clears throat> There's female domination, girlfriend experience. Looks mm-hmm. like it's around a hundred, I mean, a hundred, a dollar seventy five a message. No, mine are two fifty. Okay, you can raise them. You, you, you can you can change each girl. I'm just seeing the rates. average. Oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I see two dollars, but like one fifty, one seventy five, two. That's for just words. Now, if you need a photo. If I'm looking at a photo or sending you a photo, what's the most you've charged for a photo? Upwards of like thirty, but I usually keep it around fifteen. But if I'm like out and you're being extra, and you're like, you like oh, let me see shit, work, yeah, what like doing. I'm all right. You want it that bad? You're gonna pay this much, and then it's up to them to unlock it or not. But like. And for them to unlock it, they have to they pay. They have to pay. Ooh. And for me to unlock it, for, for them to, to even send, send a photo to me, they have to pay. Like, because nine times out of ten, it's going to be a dick pic. You have to pay before you send it. So with the or difference... They, like, Sex Panther won't send it. With mm. the difference in what you're making, what has you working with the browsers and the larger companies if you can make so much money as well independently? So I will say, like, I say that about Sex Panther, right? I made three grand, but I'm one of those people, like, I'm very transparent. And, like, it's not always like that. There's some weeks I made nothing on there. There's some weeks where, like, right? But, like, it was one of those things where, like, you get on there, and especially if you're a brand new girl, I think that's why I made so much money. They've never seen me on this site. They've never been able to talk to me. Oh, and you're a porn star and, like, all this other stuff. They always, and, like, so on Sex Panther specifically, they have a page for brand new girls. So, like, the girls that just signed up get a lot of exposure on that side. Gotcha. And so your Bitch, first couple of months are going to be... goddamn page every week. Yeah, your first couple of months shit. are going to be your best month, but don't expect it to always be like that. Just like OnlyFans. Some months are going to be better than others. Some, they say that's also like, be better than like porn. They say uh, that, like, porn. girls some get shoots, a lot of gigs. Sometimes I'm shooting once a month. Sometimes I'm shooting <clears> five, six times a month. I actually quit shooting mainstream because I find that I make... You were asking me this earlier. I honestly personally find that I make my most money in my day-to-day um, interactions with my clients. And boyfriends, mm. because again, I've met so many boyfriends now that they're kind of taking care of everything I need. But like I don't need to stress need myself to by running yourself, around. Right? I don't need to stress myself by running around constantly being tested and having my hair, makeup, nails, and everything done. When in reality, porn stars don't get paid what they should be per scene, right? And I'm not seeing royalties on that scene. But it's being a so porn star, being a porn star. It, yeah, I'm gonna get to that. So. I've already put in the work is what I was about to say. Like, my scenes are going to be out there. People still think Mia Khalifa's a porn star and she hasn't shot a scene in almost 10 fucking years. Like, that (laughs) part doesn't matter. Like, I don't have to do anything. My scenes are going to be on the internet and I'm not getting anything off of that. I've done the work and now it's working for me. Now, I can take the time off from stressing and being on set 
to see the clients that I've built and the relationships that me doing this work has made for me. Do you think that OnlyFans can water down the other avenues because basically it's like this feed of, you know, people you paid to see something. It's just the constant feed of it. Do you think that maybe OnlyFans will have a point where like these other sites, like sexting seems very basic, but it's also fun. It never goes away. Yeah. But I'm saying like that to me almost is more interesting than every single girl on OnlyFans. There's so much OnlyFans, right? Mm -hmm. You have girls that don't do porn that have OnlyFans. It's just their titties. It's just this. Like, oversaturated. Well, I'll be, I'll be can honest you over, with you. So it was really, can you oversaturate yourself as a adult? As an adult performer, as like, let's say you have a specific niche and you're a content creator. That's one thing. As an adult performer, a porn star, a, a Lisa Ann or something like that, like you honestly have to do it all. And it's not because, it's not even a matter of oversaturating. You're going to have fans that only use Twitter, Twitter and Instagram and then some that only use Reddit and Twitch and then some that only use Pornhub and some that right. don't like Pornhub and they want to use OnlyFans. Some that want to sex, they don't like watching your scenes. Great they want to talk to you. Some that want to do this and some that want to do that. So it's up to you as a performer to make sure that each of your fans has access to you based on their likes and their needs, right? And on it falls on me to actually do the things that I like because there are fans that I know that I'm missing because I'm not going to do Reddit. I'm not going to do Twitch. I've tried it. I have. And I'm one of those people that will try everything. I've Bitches tried every Reddit? platform. So, so, um, yeah. What? And so, it. and Twitch and sitting there streaming for hours. Just like, and it's like, I can't do that. I don't have the time or the patience or the whatever. Right. And I know that I'm missing out on those fans. But again, that's why I spread myself out so much because maybe I'm not on Twitch, but maybe the people that are on Twitch might be on something else that I'm using. And maybe that boyfriend going to be right there. Right there. Exactly. You're asking me how Please. I meet them. The DC one, Instagram. The freaking, um, the one that I used to have in Colorado, I think was like Tinder. The one that I have in Miami, um, some website, like a Reddit or something that found me and like found it, like was smart enough to find my website, send me a DM, like, right. And so like, it's all like putting yourself in all those places just ups your chances of finding the man that you're looking for and making more money. The, the most, like, I, I think you can't oversaturate yourself. The market can be oversaturated with girls, but when you're selling you, you need to make sure that that's everywhere. That it's that's available really to people everywhere. Tip. I mean, yes. even for women, it's that available aren't to doing people everywhere. Don't worry about the fact that you're fighting with a million other women. Just make sure that you're on every platform so right, that right, you're right. giving yourself the right exposure. I know that's right. Well, Hazel, <laughs> let the people know. We are going to put it in the description of this episode, but let the people know where they can find you, where they can follow you, and where they can support you and watch you. Thank you so much. Um, so. Everything of mine is on officialhazelgrace.com. I like to keep it simple because I have a lot of scammers out there. If you do not see the link on officialhazelgrace.com, it is not me. If you can't go to that site and click it and it leads you right to that, it's not me. I got two Instagrams. I just got a backup. Uh, we love Hazel Grace because of me got, getting mine deleted. I'm like, next time I'm going to be prepared. Oh, no. So if you're a real fan, you have to go follow the Hazel Grace first and then we will accept you to um, We Love Hazel Grace. I've got um, I Want Hazel Grace on Twitter. Um, yes. We Love Hazel Grace is our backup on Twitter. Um, again, I've got Sex Panther. Cam Soda. I have two voyeur cams on Cam Soda. They're currently not up, but next month they will be. Um, you can watch me shower or sleep like 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year on Cam Soda on their Voyeur tab. Uh, I also cam sometimes. Pornhub, you can watch all my stuff for free. OnlyFans, please come with a card. And that's it. I know that's right. And listen, <laughs> Bitch, I'm there, was, there was so many things that we also talked about that, did we, that we didn't get to. I hope that maybe I we know. can have a conversation on Patreon, yes. even if it's virtual, because I know you're all over the place. Yes. But would yeah, love to have that with you. Yes, yes definitely yes. need a follow up. <laughs> Y'all, thank y'all so much for tuning in. By the way, make sure you go to whorehive.com 
and get your tickets for the climax tour. This bitch got five boyfriends. Buy our shit first. Wait, wait, so this climax tour, am I coming to do my mimosas and masturbation Mondays? Are we doing that? Oh, we can do that. Okay. We'll be in LA. We'll let you know. We will be in LA, I believe in September, but we are going to the state where everything is bigger, honey. We are going to be in Texas on July 6th and 7th, if I'm not mistaken. That's it. Yes, we are taking on Houston and we are taking on Dallas. We do have a break in August. We're taking it like it's a we, bigger and better day. I'm taking it, it on. Is, it's big. We are and taking it We are it taking on. it balls deep in Texas. Make sure you go balls to deep. whorehive.com and get your tickets now. Guys, also, if you want the opportunity to potentially hear us talk again with Hazel, baby, it's giving Patreon. Yes, That's it is. where we have bonus content. Um, so go on over to patreon.com backslash horrible decisions. And y'all, thank y'all so much for tuning in to yet another episode of Horrible Decisions. Bye, y'all. Bye. Bye. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And now, for a limited time, get more Cedar Point fun for less with our limited-time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com.